Welcome back to Optimistically Salty. My name is Tracy. And Happy New Year. It is 2020, and here we go. (laughs) I hope everyone had an amazing holiday season, and I can attest to gaining (coughs) 13 pounds over the holiday season. Generally, I would say I was just less active without training, and less yoga classes to prepare for. I just kind of did my spin bike and did some yoga and took a lot of walks, but just ate and didn't really worry about it a whole lot. So I also spent a fair amount of time in reading land, which was also very nice just to wrap up some things. But the main point of today's podcast is to talk about a little bit of a epiphany that I have had with my reading. So I'm not sure if I've shared this on the podcast before, but one of my main teaching classes for yoga is to work with seniors and do adaptive chair yoga. And I wanted to make sure that because they were seeing me sometimes two times a week, um, sometimes every week, two times a week for the whole month, that every time I see them, I try to bring them something new. And that led me to paying closer attention to their mobility and paying attention to their bodies and how they were able to do so much. And at the same time, I started noticing their shoes. And some people take off their shoes for yoga, some don't. And I started asking questions about their injuries or why they chose those shoes. And it sent me down a rabbit hole of research about how our bodies age. This has been by far my favorite rabbit hole of, I don't know, the past two years maybe. Because everything in my life seemed to kind of come together in one place. My main goal for going into 2020 is to get grounded into my body and to live a more healthy life and to be more connected with my life. I tend to be the kind of person who's in my head a lot and that is very distracting, but also I have noticed um, just a lack of thoughtfulness in my life and a really big disconnect in a lot of my relationships. Calvin's gonna comment for you guys. So I started to research about these seniors and I was looking at their bodies, which led me to a book about aging and about how we take care of our body. And then that book led me to another book called Move Your DNA, which led me to another book, which was about your foot care and about movement matters. So I spent a month or so reading uh, books by Katie Bowman and realizing that we are basically humans living in a zoo situation now, that we have become that lion that paces around and around and around in this enclosure. And our lives are very cast for us that we don't really move our bodies the way that they were meant to move and that we are living in a society where all of our seniors are pushed to live somewhere else. So we don't pick up and learn from our older generations anymore. And this has been going on 
generation after generation. So we're losing more and more of what connected us to who we truly are. Does that make sense? It felt a little meandery, but hopefully it came out right. So looking at the seniors and seeing, you know, hammer toes and they wear these big, thick shoes and the way that they walk, they start shuffling, which puts more pressure on their ankles and makes their hips move differently. So they're changing the way that they move because of fears of falling, because they're unsure about their balance. And my students brought this to my attention that they wanted to practice standing because they're afraid of falling, that they wanna practice balancing. And the information that I was learning about seniors and about how we live a sedentary lifestyle, but that that's not just like sitting at a desk and working. Yeah, that's horrible for you. But it's also that we put things that we use the most in the most convenient location, that we don't create physical obstacles for ourselves, that we just walk that same path all the time. And so I started moving things that I use frequently to higher cabinets. So I have to like reach higher or I have to go get the stool (laughs) to go get this object. And it comes down to things like buying pre-chopped food, but the truth is that you know you're not saving. You know, I mean, you may be saving yourself some time, but you're outsourcing your work basically. So somebody else is chopping that food, somebody else is growing that food, somebody else is picking that food, somebody else is transporting that food, and you've taken all the movement out of getting your meals. You've taken all your movement out of your life that you just are sedentary and letting people take care of the things that you don't really think about. So trying not to get too deep into the wackadoo because that's what makes me happy, I just made sure that over the holiday break, I got my kids outside and walking a lot. (laughs) We walked to all the different playgrounds that were near us. We went and walked over to open desert-ish area near our home. And I just tried to get them moving in a new and different way, which led me to listening to a lot of Katie Bowman's podcasts as well. And at one point I came across a podcast that said she was taking a break from social media. And I was like, well, I, I could always use a break from social media because I find myself trained. I pick up my phone to look something up because I'm a seeker and I constantly look stuff up. And all of a sudden I'm on Instagram for 20 minutes before I realize, oh, that's not why I picked up my phone. So listening to her talk about taking a break was not just about social media though. It was also about these movements that when we sit on the phone, on the computer, reading a book, watching TV, that we sit in these sedentary positions that are not our proper posture, we're not in good alignment, and that we also, they're starting to see the connection between long distance looking and looking at things right in front of our face, that we need to take breaks and do long distance looking because we're so much of a, caged animal like even if we're long distance looking we're in a house we're in an office building to really get outside and be able to look across for miles without 
houses or anything else being in the way is a difficult thing at this point. So the posture aspect, the eye aspect, the not really being grounded and connected to my own life thing, all of it kind of came to a head at once just because of this little senior class that I teach. <laughs> and I came into this year just thinking, how do I do these things? How do I get more connected with my real life? And I noticed a lot of both sides when I say I'm taking a break from social media. A lot of people are like, me too. I need a break. I got to get away from this. But I also have been noticing a lot of people that are like, I'm not ever going to hear from you if you're not on social media. And that brings me to another book that I read talking about thoughtfulness. And I realized that instead of having relationships, I would just share things on social media and consider that, okay, relationship, check. So now I'm in this place of trying to remember what it is like to naturally have relationships with people in my life. It's a little awkward right now. It feels a little forced right now to be checking in on people, to be telling people what's going on with me because I've gotten so used to using that tool to outsource <laughs> my communication that I now have to get out the step stool to climb up to the top cupboard and be like, hey, just checking in with you. How are you doing? This is what I'm doing today. And I think in the long run, this year is going to be a lot about relationships and a lot about reconnecting with my physical body uh, slash and or maybe connecting with it for the first time ever. I think I've spent a lot of time hating my body and I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to treat my body and now kind of coming into it with the understanding that the reason everything felt weird is because this is a human body and I don't actually know how to take care of a human body and very few of us really do. There was a section in the book where she discussed chiropractors and physical therapists and occupational therapists and she talked about, you know, these things are needed because we don't actually know how to use our bodies anymore. And so we're having to create new technologies to try to supplement our life with movement. My mind is pretty much blown by her and her ideas, but I will leave you with this one image because it meant something to me. When I look across the senior yoga class and I see the forward neck and the rounded shoulders and I see the shuffling gait, and then I go out and I go to a regular yoga class and I see the same postures, maybe not a shuffling gait, but I see the rounded shoulders and the forward neck and I see exhaustion and I see all these things that we're living with in our life right now. And I realize that 
trying to figure out how I want to word this correctly. (laughs) And also at the same time experiencing some kind of brain fart and losing track of what I was talking about. But I promised myself I would just hit record and record and not make this a over-the-top production. So bear with me. I came to so this realization that we are having to outsource technologies to take care of our bodies and that we are we need to relearn how to take care of our bodies because we can't undo it. Now I can't can't get the thought back. It's gone. By the way, if you've ever had a conversation with me in real life, this is very accurate to how it goes. And at some point in an hour and a half, I will remember the point that I was coming to. And it will probably eat away at me for a little while that I couldn't bring it together for this. But I guess my point of this whole podcast is that you get one time through with this body. And maybe to, oh, ah, got it. I got it. The thought came. <laughs> so one of the images that Katie Bowman uses in her book several times, uh, Move Your DNA, is a picture of the orca or killer whale that you would see at SeaWorld and how its fin is flopped over. That basically when I look at the people in my yoga classes, I see the orca with the fin flopped over now. When I look at myself in the mirror, I see the orca with the fin flopped over. We are not moving the way we are supposed to move. And we keep finding these weird little ways to try to cheat the system. Like they found out that um, a weaker grip would show increased signs of heart problems. I'm not quoting a study here. Listen to Katie Bowman if you want the specific information. But that comment not handled properly, sent people out buying grip strengtheners because they thought, well, if I can have a strong grip, then my heart will be strong. And they didn't take the time to realize that exercising, climbing, working, gardening, lifting things is what naturally will strengthen your grip. And that's what gives you the healthier heart. So needless to say, I'm wandering around staring at all of the killer whales with their floppy fins. And I feel like this is going to be a very big connection for me and where I'm going with yoga instruction and uh, movement studies. So for me, it's pretty exciting to see that I'm going somewhere with this. But I'm also recognizing that I need to start with myself and figuring out how to be in this body and feeling good. Because for a really long time, I've commented that I'm very lazy and I will get up and I'll go to jujitsu for hours. I will ride my spin bike, but when I'm not active, I am completely sedentary. And reading her books has really helped me to understand why it felt that way, because that's what it was. And that's actually pretty much the worst thing you can be is somebody who exercises and thinks that that is the same thing as being somebody who moves. So 
that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Welcome to the new year. And as I said, I promised myself that I would not hit stop, re-record, stop, re-record, because sometimes I would be seven episodes in before I finally got the take that I wanted to post. And that pretty much defeats the purpose of me getting this out there, is spending so much time and it gives me anxiety. So probably a little bit less polished, but welcome to 2020. And I will be back in about a week because I would like to get back to posting more regularly and still off social media. I do check in on my computer to see if there's any messages that need to be answered or to announce classes that are coming up. But otherwise, my phone is kind of in a timeout zone right now. So if you don't see me around on social media, that is because I am taking a break to try to work on my posture and trying to spend less time staring at my phone. Good luck on that. (laughs) I hope you have a beautiful day and happy New Year's. Bye.